and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I am your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. Emily, have you seen National Treasure? Yes. <laughs> you, don't, you don't sound enthused. No, so here's the thing. We got really excited. Like, my roommate, my boyfriend, and I all were like, holy shit, National Treasure is on. Like, we should all watch it together. Uh, it was, like, on Netflix or something. So we're like, fucking finally, the movie from my childhood and or dreams is here again. And I remember loving it so much. And I was like, fuck yes. I'm going to have a great time with my boyfriend and my good buddy. And we're all going to hang out and have a wonderful time. And then the movie started. And it turns out the movie is a piece of garbage. And it's not good. <laughs> And it was like, okay, there's a couple of rewatches we did recently. I know we talked about it a bit on the podcast, but like some of them hold up and some of them do not hold up. Shrek, possibly better. Fully now holds that up. I am an adult. Like, Shrek, fully, Shrek fully holds up holds immensely. Up. Yeah, Shrimp, Shrek, Shrimp, Shrek does a very good job. I could go on for for a good amount of time talking about just the music and how well that score is put together. Shrek in is any very case, good. Shrek. In, hold, if you were toying with the idea of going back and watching Shrek again, d- just do it. Yeah, worth watch your time. all the Shreks. the The entire series is very good. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, Shrek, very good. National Treasure, not yes. good. Not okay. good. So very bad. I f- we had, I we discussed full, this. I fully disagree with you. Um, pretty much in every way. I think. The movie is is extremely good. I think it gets you hype. I think it gets you excited to to solve mysteries. I think that this movie was the reason why people loved doing like escape rooms and treasure hunts. I think okay. that this was. I think this, this like movie is the impetus for to that scavenger hunts for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's fun to sort of, like, put puzzle pieces together that are just, like, wildly circumstantial. Like, that's pretty fun. They're like, (laughs) Ben Franklin went here once. Let's go. And you're like, oh, that's fun. That is not what I am talking about, John. And you know that's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about the blatant and horrific sexism that goes on in that movie. And it makes me angry, John. It makes me really angry because I... I looked up to this. I liked this movie. <laughs> this As movie was my girl. dad. As a girl, like growing up, I was like, yes, National Treasure is good. As an adult woman, I was like, why did I just blindly accept as a child that Nick Cage telling that hot, beautiful, amazing PhD to shut up was okay? That's not okay. One time. Oh my god, it's continuous. A sing- a si- no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It absolutely like, was not. Oh my god, do you I, ever I stop talking about fully how I want disagree to with the you. Declaration of Independence? Oh my god, what a bitch. Oh my god, she never shuts up. What was she got like a PhD? Whatever. She has what? tits. Okay. Negated. This is Negated. You are gilding the this is this is not this is not accurate to what happened in the film. There uh, is yes, one scene. Yes. Woman, do you ever Stop! And it's like she's just literally talking about how you shouldn't pour lemon juice on an on a historical document. Like that's not <laughs> insane. That's not an insane thing to ask of someone. And also, she's like using her prowess and her professional know-how to even try to help a little, which is like insane in of itself. 
this movie came out in 2004, which is not an excuse. I don't think sexism is excusable in, in any time period. I mean, like, it, we knew it, about sexism it in, is like, sexism. the 80s, at it, least. That, that's Possibly whatever. Possibly earlier. But just keep thought. in mind what, what the climate was in movies at that point. The writing of this movie is fully self-aware when it comes to sexism. The very the very first time you meet that character, Abigail, whatever, uh, Abigail Chase was her name in the film. You don't her, the, the very first time you're introduced to the concept of that character. They're going into a meeting with Doctor Chase, and they make a reference to like, "Oh, we're gonna go meet this guy." And then they go in and they're like, oh, it's a lady. Like, they make a thing yeah, about it. and then they then they undermine her and respect her less because Once, she's a lady. One single time. One single like, time. He tells her to shut up. that you know everything about. I'm no, crazy. I don't. Like, you have this complete, completely I different idea it, of what I happened in this movie. They, there are so, like, they, they make this character out to be such a badass the entire time. And, sh- and it doesn't even seem forced. Like, it's not even trying to be i don't know it, it's not it doesn't come off as forced is what i'm saying okay. she's she's fully a badass the entire time she comes up with the very last clue she gets kidnapped we think she gets kidnapped and then you find out in the next scene that she's actually telling the bad guys what to do like she's running the operation now there there is there is a joke in it where you are not sh- Nick Cage is talking to the side character and her um cuz they're splitting up groups and he says take care of her and both of the supporting characters say back simultaneously i will like she says i will and you're still left wondering was he talking to her about the declaration or was he talking to Riley about Abigail now making an argument that it's not inherently sexist throughout the film which maybe i'll support because in the very beginning it is so bad that i believe i did turn it off about 30 minutes in because i was like yeah this is, this is too much for me to take now as a film how would you rate this not <laughs> so as a film like writing and execution uh i think it's very that. fun I think they did a very good job of putting together like a very fun mystery for these characters to solve. And it was very intriguing and they were good at like walking you through it to make sure that the audience knew what was, what was going on and that they understood the steps that the characters were taking throughout fight, like figuring out this mystery. So I think it's, I think it's very engaging. I think it's very fun and I think it's funny. I like the hacking in it because it's very like 2004 hacking. Yes. I think that's fun. I like I like the historical references. There's still unfortunately I'm not a history buff and so even the references that they make which are softballed like for sure softballed <laughs> history of like a softballed American history. Uh it's still a bit beyond me if I'm being totally honest because yeah. I just don't I don't care about all those old white oh, men. Oh, like, no, they I, fully I, could have been making up like most of the facts, like the historical facts in that movie and I would not have understood. I mean, I think they made up Ben Franklin's special glasses. I don't think those are probably he did. He invented bifocals. I mean, even if they weren't joking about the special glasses that, that Ben Franklin invented, I definitely think they've moved them by now. 
Because, I mean, that was like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, not anyone could get there because you did have to go, like, on a rooftop, which is not particularly safe. But I feel like... <laughs> Someone you had like, to carve car- into some grout with a, a pocket knife, which is yeah. ill-advised in any yeah, situation. Not great. I mean, that's going to dull your knife. I mean, it's going to mess it right on up. But yeah, and the, we, there's enough parkour teams and fi- teens in Philly now. You know what I mean? These guys, they got nothing better to do. They're all home from school. So like, what are they yeah. going to do? They're going to go looking for historical relics. And so they had to move all of those after this was filmed. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. The, so- those, the 3D glasses that... Benjamin Franklin invented. Yeah, they had to they had to get those out of there. So you know what? I am fuzzy on the ending of this this film. Okay. Do you need a refresher? No, I think El Dorado is the end of the second movie where the treasure is uh, hidden in the back of Mount Rushmore. I thought it was in in Mount Rushmore this time. No, no, no. That's the second one. This time it's uh, deep, deep under the earth, underneath Trinity Church in Manhattan. That's that. See, this is where this movie loses me, I think. That's where it happens. Yeah, I think so. It's the giant elevator shaft underneath Trinity Church on Wall Street. Yeah, I mean, like, I've been there. It's a pretty crowded place. I mean, that's pretty crazy. So let me ask you another thing. because But they had the intricacies. They went the, the like the first time they started to descend in that shaft, you could everything shook and they all look at each other like, oh, my God, is there is the is it all collapsing in on us? And they well, look at yeah. each other and say subway. Yeah, they. I mean, I think that they safe. covered all their bases with yeah, that. I one. mean, that's airtight. That's airtight. <laughs> no one can deny. It. But I do have a question for you, please, because they're awarded at the end of this movie, yes. a percentage of the treasure. Mm-hmm. Now, do archaeolo- are archaeologists just rolling in it? when Because they, they give things to the museums <laughs> and shit. You know what I mean? These guys found, like, the national treasure, right? So that would... They, like, gave it to the museum. They always say that. They're like, we gave it away because we don't want the actual treasure. Right. Does that mean the museum bought it from them? And what do you think their taxes reflected that year? Because I don't really know how that would work. I think I would really need, like, a super crack accountant in order to work that out. You're skeptical like you don't think that people who found an amazing treasure would actually make money off of it at all? No, 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 no. I, I'm just confused as to how. Because like, if I'm taking up treasure hunting, you know, if we are going to steal the Declaration of Independence, which it would be difficult because we would have to, you know, like uh, the black market sell it on the black market. Were there other guys trying to steal the Declaration as well? So there, it was an excavation team that they started working together. And then as right. soon as the guy who was bankrolling the, the operation figured out that he could do it by himself. Sean Bean. He, yeah, sh- as soon as Sean Bean decided that he could do the whole thing by himself, he tried to kill Nicolas Cage in Antarctica and leave him mm-hmm. and okay. go do it by himself. So Nicolas Cage knew that he was going to st- – I'm just going to give a full beat by beat. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you the whole plot line of this movie. Nicolas Cage knew that he had the wherewithal to steal the declaration, so he was he had to do it himself he to protect to it. He wanted to steal first, so they wouldn't to protect it, and then to protect it. But his, also, like he that, goes to his dad's he house knew that he he wanted it very badly. 
He yeah. knew that they weren't going to let him get at the back of that thing to find the secret map. So yeah. he, it was kind of like the perfect situation for him. Yeah, well, I do like the, the moment where he leads them on a bad path. Like, he's like, oh, I made a, like, I said this one historical event that was plausible to be the next clue. But really, I think it's this other clue that's mm-hmm. equally not plausible. Like, yep. I don't remember the specifics, but it's, they're both very circumstantial. And yep. he's like, hey, you guys go over there to this one thing because this is what this clue means. And then meanwhile, he's like, he gets free and he's like, okay, it's actually this clue. Ha ha ha. And it's like, you have no, you will have no indication ever that you have done the right thing. You know what I mean? Until the very end where obviously they find it and blah, blah, blah. But the bad guys find it too. So it's like, I mean, what are you going to do? So I, I took your question as like, maybe there's not really a great way for them to get money. So I, I looked up. Like treasure hunting. Like, are there people who find treasure and make money off it still. Like if I go to if I get like go sail to an island and I find, you know, I get there and then I find a big X in the ground and mm-hmm. I start digging. You know yeah. what I mean? And I find a pirate's booty treasure chest. Yeah. Do I then go like Fuck yeah, I'm rich. Like, are, is that yours now? Does, does find, is Finders Keepers real? I'm pretty sure Finders Keepers is real. And I think the perfect person for us to ask is Dr. Bob Ballard, uh, who by my by my Google search, his net worth is $10 million. $10 million. All right. Bob Ballard is apparently yeah, worth $10 nice million. It's a nice little chunk of change. So not not half bad. I would yeah. say. I'd say. So yeah, I think like, Finders like is Riley Keepers, and his... I think that part of the plot line, airtight. Yeah. Okay. You know, John, it, it, it just gets to me because I'm like, well, you had to turn that into some sort of, you know, you had to liquidate some of those assets, but those assets are uh, uh, apparently like, you know, national, quote unquote, treasure. Right. So what? I. I I just don't understand how the exchange happens. And then I also like, can you say you found less treasure than you actually found? I I think you can put up. I think you can put up for auction as much of that treasure as you want. I think you go through and you think you you go through with a person who's like assessing it all. So you you can take it like, um, what's that show? Antiques Roadshow (laughs) it. You can Antiques Roadshow it. Yeah. I think you get you get Blathers from Animal Crossing. You bring him in and have him assess all of your gold. Is that his job? Is that what he does? Yes. That's not mm. it's not helpful for my references when you have to <laughs> uh, If I have to like go back into it. Oh, I ruined your I see. I see. I'm sorry. It's difficult bring, for me because bring I Blathers don't have Animal Crossing. Into the mine shaft with you where you found all of your gold and have him assess everything, figure out which ones are like the most culturally, culturally significant. And I'd probably save those mm-hmm. and donate those to the Smithsonian. Everything else. I think, I think that's you. I think that's, I think that's Taco Bell money. I assume it's like, yeah, a private, a private collection. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So it's like, all right. Because I did see a lot of this in Amsterdam where you just like went into some person's house and it was like this was a super rich family. And then they were like, cool. Some of them died. And then they were like, cool. This is a museum now. And this whole house is a museum. And there was a legitimate Egyptian mummy in there. (laughs) That like these, these rich Amsterdam dwellers just owned a dead body in their house oh my god like this is a dead person there was also a mummified skull there was a skull like a head (laughs) and then there was a hand and then there was a whole lady and you're like that's messed up y'all like that's not okay to do that's a that's bones i think this is i think this is a service that we can provide though for our listeners and patreon subscribers okay i think we have to have a a level of donation that people can get to mm-hmm. where they just own our dead bodies as soon as we kick it. You know, I'd be really down with that. I would definitely auction off my body. As long as you don't do anything to speed your ownership of it. Yes. When I die. Yeah. I think if, if you we find it. out, well, we're not going to find anything out. If our closest friends and family at the time find out that you were responsible for killing us, I think you lose ownership, and it goes yeah. to the who like the next person in line who donated to our podcast. There's actually a a statute in Virginia housing law for that. So like what? Yeah, it's called the Slayers statute, and like basically, well, right, because if you die and you own a house with your partner, right, then. It doesn't go through your estate. Like, you can't say, like, I give my house to my son because you own that with your spouse. Right. So when you die, they get it. That's just the way it goes. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what's in your will. It doesn't matter anything because it goes through, like, when you both sign the deed together. That's it. So that works unless that person kills you. Yeah. In which case, like, they're like, that's pretty unsavory if they, like, get the house <laughs> you. yeah this this house doesn't belong to you anymore that yeah f- everything about everyone's lives would be so much different if that were not the case yeah so no i would have been really it bad. would be the wild west out here all the time yeah i'd be like uh well i don't think so because i don't think it, people inherently want to murder their spouses but i yeah. think it it does happen sometimes <laughs> john what the fuck <laughs> you live with your girlfriend you can't just go around saying you want to kill her i don't want to kill her i love her dearly definitely kill you she probably wants to kill me so it's it's good for me that she has majority ownership of the house well already it's it doesn't sound like it's good for either of you if both of you want to kill each other (laughs) (laughs) just just so as you know our music this week comes from a great artist named Andrea. If you want to follow her on Instagram, she is at Andrea Modella Musica. And I will put that in our description so you can find her better with through that. I'm also going to link you to her SoundCloud so you can go and follow her on all those platforms and make sure that you're up whenever she's um, posting new things or putting out new music or, or what have you. She sent us a brand new song that she just posted this week called Every Time I Go Online. And it's a very short, very sweet little little tune she threw together. That's it, it just it's a really it's a really soothing look on a really a really prevalent issue right now, I think, which is just people 
being online all the time and and losing things to keep them their minds occupied so uh yeah without further ado i'll let andrea speak for herself this is every time i go online by andrea daily it seems that the simulation's crashing praying it is and there's a reason that the world's collapsing crazy how fast everything just fell apart no trying to be hopeful in my actions dying daily don't have enough distractions with a hazy past jailed in my own backyard losing track of days they don't matter anyway losing track of time try to come up with better lives losing my mind every time i go We need to help people learn how to steal the Declaration of Independence. I was going to say, we haven't talked about the actual document. We, ha- we haven't figured out our strategy at all. Um, I say just wing it. Especially <laughs> You're just now, thinking like- we're just going to, well, let's just roll up to the National Archives and just play it by ear. Okay, you know? first of all, yeah, where is it? Where Where is it? It is at the National Archives. Have you already looked at Wait, is that a building? Hang on. <laughs> So, first of all, first step, step one, learn where they are. We are kind of winging this. It's okay. Like, learn. In the rotunda for the Charters of Freedom. Okay. I think that's where they said it was in the movie. So, that right. hasn't changed. But it has been 16 years. Yes. So, they might have got a little more wily, John. It might be a little bit harder to uh to steal this document now especially since the movie came out and told us all how to do it you know what i mean which is right. sort of a super bummer about our purpose so it, yeah it's it's the national archives research center okay cool so we go to the national archives research center i go up to a security card and yes. i uh seduce them say. okay that's a, i mean that's a good I strategy my, i use my feminine wiles on them Right. And uh, while I have them successfully seduced, maybe I'll bring some lady friends so I can have like per security guard. We have like one lady and mm-hmm. like bring some hot boys too. just really quick. How how much trouble am I going to get in for Googling National Archives Museum security? Uh, just say it was research for this podcast and then be like, oh, <laughs> look, it was just a dumb podcast here. And then give them the, this audio and they'll be like, oh, yeah, these people are not a threat. Yeah. Like, everyone's distracted now anyways, you know? That's true. Mm. So you go up. You have a bunch of hotties with you. V- multiple genders. Just be like, yeah, just like fill the place with hotties. Maybe have like a... Maybe... Maybe... They stole it during an event, right? Like a black tie event. Yes, there was a I love there was a gala idea. event going on at the National Archives. 
I and like that was that. their opportunity. But like, let's have like a fashion show, but okay. in the National Archives. I was, so I like, mean, so the National Archives is currently closed. Yeah. I know we don't want to talk about COVID stuff. Yeah. But this may have broken open this whole situation for us. I don't think so because I really think having people there can only help you. Interesting. Okay. Because if you have a bunch of people there, like a big thing going on, like gala, then you can mm-hmm. have like, you know, your guards like all spread out. But if you're like the one dude in the National Archives with all this security there, because there's got to be more than one security guard regardless. Right. Unless you like they all got COVID and they all have to stay home and there's nobody guarding our national <laughs> treasures right now. That's kind of what I'm thinking. You think they, there's is not they just closed, a single They closed the museums. There's nobody showing up. So I think we just waltz right guards, in there. I, where do you, okay, you at least, there's got to be like at least a deadbolt on the door, like some sort of padlock. <laughs> I think we, we would pick. be lucky if that's all there was. I think there's, we have to bypass their security. And honestly, with my current level, my rogue level right now, <laughs> I think a, a bicycle lock would defeat me. So <laughs> I think I'm going to I think we, we bring up. a pair of bolt clippers. I, I'm going to need to level up a few times because I really I'm not confident with my level of lock picking skill that I would be able to to get past a simple a simple lock. Like if I locked myself out of my house right now. Yeah, I would pretty much be done. Like That would be the end of the road for me. So I think we need to either assemble a crack team, which I like assembling crack teams. Yeah, me too. A whole like season finale, like season three finale of Mad Men style. Yeah, I don't know what that means. But uh, yeah, we need to assemble a crack team. Or if we're thinking like, okay, well, then if we assemble a crack team, we have to split the winnings with them, which I'm not necessarily prepared to do. Like these are hard economic times. So I'd sort of like to keep most of that money for myself. Like you can have like a cool like 42%. Mm-hmm. But like I think we should like train individually or maybe just the two of us train in order to accomplish these tasks ourselves. I do think that's a good idea. I, Plus we I don't want to got... let anyone else into my cell. Speaking of COVID. You know what I mean? I got yeah. like the whole – I got the two people I interact with and that's pretty much all I want to do. It. Speaking of which – People got to learn how to walk on the sidewalk now. Like times have changed. Yeah. I saw true. I was running today and I ran past a group of five teens that were walking abreast of each other down the sidewalk. Yeah. Super helpful for everybody. I was just like, what? What are you doing, teens? Like, first of all, I hope teens. you guys are live. I hope Single you guys file. live together now. I hope you all live together because I'm pretty sure you all went from your individual houses to hang out on this sunny afternoon. I don't blame you, but come on. And then they're abreast of each other. They're walking in a line like God a like an like an army battalion. Teens, you gotta do it. You gotta do it chain gang style. I don't I don't know just in a straight line with six feet apart of part of each other. Yeah. Chain gang style. And when I looked mortified because I was like shoved into the road by them, like the guy on the outside just sort of smirked at me. I got a smirk, and I was wow. like, "You think this doesn't affect you?" But I bet you have asthma. And I you should have spit on him. That would have shown I, him. 
yeah, right, coughed in his face or something. I don't know. I just feel like don't do that. That's polite. a bad, like even if you're mad at someone, I yeah, don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to make like those jokes. I feel like people need to be polite to each other because yes. it's like you don't understand what someone else is going through or who they got back at home, and yeah. just because you're not worried about your damn self doesn't mean you shouldn't be worried about others. That is true. You know true. what I mean? Now let's get back to finding out how to steal one of our nation's most <laughs> treasured documents. We got a very game. good suggestion in our Instagram live chat from Katie, uh, who said you need a fake heist going on during the real one so no one suspects the real one. Oh, shit, that's Which I would like to explore because I think that's extremely good. That is very, very good. So we hire a crack team to do a heist knowing that our heist attempt will be better in every right season. our our heist is separate from that we're we're bankrolling a heist operation that they're doing that's flawed from the start because we called it in the the, the national archive security knows that that's going to happen uh-huh and they've they've now, got us on the line for like just in case we have any more information so, on that so we're getting a play-by-play also so that's interesting because you could do that, but then it's like you've what you've just said means that you've implicitly earned their trust. Yes. Like you've now earned their trust because of this. So maybe like then do some sort of photo. I, I like the simultaneous heist thing, but I think it's a little fraught because how do they know what you look like and whatever. But like what if then after foiling this heist, heavy mm-hmm. air quotes, then you have like a special commendation ceremony with the declaration, like a photo op with right. the declaration of independence being like hero saves declaration. And then it's like both of us like, Hey, in yeah. our, you know, photo op. And then, and then we steal it. So you're saying that when we save the declaration the from independence from being stolen, we just get to go on like a Stanley cup esque tour with that the declaration, cool. well, <laughs> taking saying, pictures like, with it, no, drinking, we have drinking various fluids out of it. We have our one photo op. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like the normal, like, yeah, we're next to the Declaration of Independence. And in during that photo op where we shake hands with the president um, or s- uh, some other person who's important, I suppose. <laughs> but whatever. That's not really important as to this. So... We do our little photo op, and then yeah. right then and there, we just take off. Like, it's like when someone says, like, that scam, when they're like, oh, my God, I, you know, my friends, my phone died, and I need to catch up with them, and I'm lost, and I'm new here. Can I borrow your phone? And then you go, as a nice person, you go, yeah, sure, take my phone and call your friends, and then they just And then bolt. they bolt. Yeah. Yeah. It's that old chestnut, but so with we the do that, of but with the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, exactly. So that so way we, we don't have to figure out how to get it out of that like three-inch thick glass case that it's in. We figure that out later. That's yeah. we're we're gonna steal the whole ATM and figure yeah. the rest out later. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly the whole deal, which they did do in the movie, right? Because then they got shot at. But I'm just saying they're not even gonna shoot at us because we're we're heroes. They right. said it themselves. If they, they shoot, shoot at us, they have to go to jail. Yeah, I, like that's the law. You've, you've heard those stories about like dogs calling nine one one because of their owner who's like collapsed or yeah. whatever. Yeah. If you shoot one of those dogs, you you go to mega jail. There's like yeah, a way like worse extra, jail for you. It's super jail. Yeah. Because you shot a hero. You're not allowed to shoot even at heroes. No. It's not allowed. Because God only forbid bad you're at like a, a gun range just practicing your aim. 
with well, a hero nearby. That would be bad if you need to practice your aim at a shooting range because there's like pretty much one direction that it goes. I mean, you practice your aim, but like, I I hope that you don't have a gun when you're that bad at shooting. My, I mean, I'm training very hard right now just in case we encounter some issues on mm-hmm. our way to steal a Declaration of Independence. Yeah, I'm not shooting to kill, mind you. I'm not uh-huh. I'm not here to I'm not here to kill anybody, but I am I'm really into like shooting weapons out of other people's hands. You uh-huh. see that in movies? Yeah. They just they like they like get that. they I fully like get shot in the hand, but for like whatever reason thing. they just look annoyed. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, god, damn it. I I was my new gun and I dropped oh, it on the Oh, that's my favorite gun. Now. My brother got me that for Christmas." Oh, it zinged my hand a little bit. Ouchie. It's like he just <laughs> literally got shot in the hand with a bullet. Like fully shot in the hand. I would I lost a toenail <laughs> last week. And I cried for 2 hours about it. Like <laughs> So I can't imagine being shot <laughs> because I was such a baby about that particular bad thing happening to me that i mean it was painful but it did not warrant the amount of crying that i did over it like i did like a whole lot of crying because i lost uh, a toenail so yeah i would say that definitely if someone tried to disarm me by shooting me in the hand that would probably be it for me i'd probably be like okay have the declaration of independence back and i'm just gonna I'm just going to take the L and I'm just going to nicely go home. I'm just this whole home. plan of stealing the Declaration of Independence was pretty dumb to start with. Yeah. Not really just, sure. I'm not in it for any treasure. I think there's definitely treasure out there. Yeah. And, and I think that there probably is some sort of code or cipher on the back of the Declaration definitely. of Independence Absolutely. that will lead yeah. you there. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't need it. You know, we've got yeah. we've got I plenty of money JK coming in through the podcast. JK, 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 I was just kidding. And then, <laughs> JK, that's what it means. Then we, we we get on the news. You you see us surrendering the document, and all we're saying is subscribe to our podcast, Downtime with, with John and Emily. Subscribe on Spotify. Yeah. Leave us leave us a review. Leave us a, a review, definitely. Like like our stuff, you know, and buy our t-shirts and our hats. Which we this was all should, for the brand. It was all it was all branding, you know. It was just a big marketing point. It was like a you know a what do they call? It? It's not a parade. Uh, oh God, that thing, a flash mob. It was like a flash mob. It was a big people. flash mob. It was all flash mob. What's up, everybody? We're improv everywhere, and this is stealing the Declaration of Independence. Ah, like a big yeah. And then the cameras come out, and it's all part of it, you know. You remember when everybody stopped in Times Square? That was crazy, right? Now we're stealing sensitive documents. Yeah. Hey, they're only sensitive in that they are fragile. It's not like no one knows what it says. I, you know what I mean? Well, well I mean, this was, this was 1776, Emily. I mean, you have to realize the language has evolved since then. Yeah, but like people wrote it's, it. It's like, fully different it. now. That, that language that they were using back then is, no, wait, no, is really highly John, different from what we speak no. now. I think it was fancy sounding, but I think it was more or less. It's the like the Canterbury Tales, really. It's the uh, same way that no one no. knows what that says anymore. Yeah, I think, you know what? I'm going to say you're right on this one because I don't, I don't have enough energy to refute it. I mean, um, I, I mean, DC is like right there. 
I live very close to oh, it. Oh, Washington. I have for a long time. Okay. Yeah. I've been watching uh, DC Universe. Oh. Because they have like <laughs> a so sorry. subscription right now. I've been watching Batman. Like okay. Batman Beyond, I think, is the one I'm watching. Oh, about. sick. Yeah. It's very good. I'm enjoying the shit out of it. It takes place in the future where coronavirus never existed in the past. So ah, it's nice. It's a good yeah. future. Yeah, it's a pretty good future. I thought you were talking about like DC Universe movies and I, I, I felt bad that no, you had no, to watch no, those. No, 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 no. I was like fully, fully animated. So uh, do you have any like p- pat, like closing remarks? I think um, we did a really good job. I think seducing people, yeah. uh, seducing the security is really good. Holding um, an event. But that that's a good step because you you have that second team, that second heist team going in to 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 steal it. They think they're stealing it, but we know yeah. that we sent them in well, to get caught. So you have to get it would some make highly it easier for us. People, you know what I mean? Because like those people are going to jail because they didn't JK laws let out like we did. Right, right. Like they are going to jail. And yeah. So are all those people who shot at you. Not knowing that That's A, true. you're a hero, and B, it was all uh, a joke just in case you got caught. It's like, you know what it's like? It's like when uh, like when you were a kid and you wanted to tell someone that you were going to flirt with them. Mm-hmm. Like when you wanted to be like, do you like me? LOL. And then they'd be like, uh, no, I don't like you. They'd be like, good, good, good. Oh, I mean, I good. Yeah, Joey dared me to say that. So. Yeah, so and actually. And I, Joey's I, a dick. I, we, we all think you smell weird and uh, no one wants to sit next to you on the bus. And you're like, oh, cool. My heart is broken, but so, that's fine. So the next time you have any run-in with law enforcement law. of any kind, yeah. just uh-huh. just sh- slough it off as if you were on the playground telling someone that you didn't actually want to tell them you liked them. Yeah. I was like, actually, I was just kidding. And this was all an elaborate childhood prank. <laughs> I was speeding just to see if you liked me, and clearly you do, and that's so embarrassing for you. Yeah, like, ew, like, why why do you like me so much? You you stopped my car on the road, dude. I was going 90 (laughs) miles an hour. Thirsty much? Like, jeez. I'm just going to go tweet out how how desperate you are, because this is sad. You're going to be so embarrassed, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's rough. It's rough. Um, I think we did it. I think, I think we good. I think we nailed it. I I, yeah. I think that the Declaration of Independence is a document for all American citizens to enjoy and appreciate and I just kind of want to hang it in my house. Yeah. And so I I think we have a good plan and we're going to do it tomorrow. Yeah. But don't tell anyone. Everyone just be cool. Or as uh, soon right. as we can get uh some sort of dance recital or whatever we're going to do uh in the National Archives Museum. I'm still saying fashion show. Okay, cool. So we have uh, some people to thank. John, yes. go ahead and uh, thank some people. I would like to thank any, everyone, anyone and everyone that tuned in to our Instagram live video. Thank you so much. Uh, I I hope you enjoy it because we're going to keep doing it. Uh, yeah, I'd also like to cool. thank Ethan Gustafson, who also joined in uh, into the Instagram live video for a while. Uh, I'd like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. So get up on that. He has great music, and I, I love I love him. 
I would like to thank Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, please go to her website at nataliespitzel.com. And I'm sure that will show you to her Instagram, which is also great. And uh, those of you who are on Instagram Live right now are already on Instagram, so go ahead and look her up. That's Natalie Spitzel. I believe it's something like N Spitzel. And um, NMS Creative. NMS Creative. I there we go. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for that. And I think that's all. So thank that's you so much for watching and listening. My name is Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Al Roker, I will fight you. Oh.